0: We are sorry to have kept you waiting so long, but we promise it will be worth it because on this edition of the Total Tuscany podcast, we are talking about Italy's finest. Before we get started, some housekeeping items. You can help us out a lot by giving this episode a like and sharing it on your social media channels. The more engagement we have, the more people are able to hear these stories. And if you're so inclined to go above and beyond the call of duty, write a review for the podcast. You can follow Total Tuscany on social media, like our Facebook and Instagram pages. You can also follow us on Twitter and TikTok. We always like suggestions. If there's someone you would like us to interview or a special place in Tuscany that you think we need to check out, send us an email, TotalTuscany at gmail.com. This is the Total Tuscany Podcast, Episode 82.
1: Florence is a city with 380,000 people. We have invented everything under the sun. And when I say this, I get goosebumps. We had the Renaissance. We invented the barometer, the thermometer, the telescope, the piano, the, the internal engine, the internal combustion engine, the telephone. Alexander Graham Bell stole the patent from Meucci. I have never seen such a concentration of brains as, as we have here.
0: That's Filippo Gargani. He's proud of Florence, proud of Tuscany, proud of Italy, and all it has to offer. After a corporate gig in the early days of Microsoft in the 80s and a career in tech, Gargani is now doing what he loves the most, sharing the best of his country with the rest of the world. It comes with a high price tag, but let's be honest, when it comes to Tuscany, it's all priceless. Few and far between, Mister Capat We uh, we 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 need to get in the studio more. We say that almost to open up every single podcast, but you know, it uh, time is time has not been on our side when it comes to to, to production of these these chats. It's it, it's been a
2: long spring, but uh, good to be back in the saddle.
0: How you been, by the way? It's uh, I think the last time we talked, you were you were getting closer. You just got back from. Well, we talk all the time. But the last time we recorded, I think, was your trip to, uh, to Sicily, Sicily, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, we were in Sicily in October of 2021. And uh, yeah, I, you can tell that uh, the, the further we get away from the last experience, the more you and I start uh, texting and, and emailing about the next one and uh, the... the, the uh, content is picking up
0: well the, the interesting part is i'm starting to plan a trip for december uh because i haven't been since december of 2019 and then our lives of course were uh interrupted because of the the wonderful coronavirus that basically brought tourism and travel to italy to a complete halt by a, a lot of different things i've started to plan again and i haven't pulled the trigger and i don't know why um, I have come close a couple of times and then I get all the way through checkout and like the, the flights aren't what I wanted to do. Or cause I use, uh, I use Expedia usually when I go over there and they give me a price and I get to checkout and it jumps up another thousand dollars and I'm all upset. Uh, but I want to get in December. I just, I haven't pulled the trigger yet and I'm trying to play the, the commodities game, right? You want to, you want to buy low and, and, and travel cheap. I don't know if plane prices are going to go up. I don't know if hotel prices are going to go up. I don't know what's going to happen when it comes to travel.
2: Well, you just made my point. it's May, and you're talking about booking now for December. So I, I we've got the bug, definitely. yeah, uh, and we know we both know we don't have to book until September, October. But we're ready to go. And uh, uh, you know we're, what what I'm interested in is this this next interview because uh, we've we've interviewed a lot of people over the years that have villas or rent villas or specialize in in, in, in villa companies. Uh, but we've not really ever uh, interviewed someone like this who caters to a very specific uh, subset of people.
0: And we address it in, in the podcast. And uh, you're right. It's very specific. And we're going to be perfectly honest because uh, I asked the question in the podcast. Is It's very high-end. Uh, it, put it this way. If you have a lot of money, this, this is probably, uh, not probably, it is the person for you. And you're going to hear stories about, wow, I didn't know I could make that happen. If you have a lot of money, uh, this is is going to be the ideal podcast and the ideal service. If you don't have a lot of money, I still think there's room uh, to, to use... His service and and take advantage of the expertise that is uh, th- that is out there. So you're probably wondering, well, who, who are you talking about? Who's who's Pat talking about? Who's Travis talking about? We're talking about Filippo or Gar- Gargani. He runs the website uh, Italy'sFinest.com. That's Italy'sFinest.com. He also runs the website TuscanVillas.com. And you'll find out through our conversation over the next half hour that these two really work hand in hand and complement each other uh in in so many different ways but if you're looking for experiential travel if you're looking for an experience that really can't be found uh this is where you're going to want to start and Filippo Gargani joins us now on the Total Tuscany podcast First of all, Filippo, I, I want to ask you: uh, Coronavirus has affected tourism in Italy, and all our friends have been affected over the last couple of years. How did how did your business survive? How did your business cope with uh, the travel restrictions and, and the lack of tourism in, in Italy during that time?
1: Did I cope? <laughs> no, no, I, I did cope because I had the, the reserves, you know. Because otherwise, forget about it. We, we had, the, you know, a layer of, uh, of, uh, but, but, you know, it's. It, it, and God is coming back, and we're very happy about that. But it's been brutal. It's been brutal. It's been really, really tough.
2: And, uh, are, and are you okay? back up well, to the speed? Skills or-
1: dropped by hundred percent. You know, not ten percent. hundred percent
2: are you back to where you were before covid
1: no way Jose but uh, well 2023 looks promising we having um, we having a, a few um, American, mostly Americans we did you, we did do Russians now the Russians have disappeared <laughs> <laughs> we do quite a lot of Saudi princes all the Saudis that have met with our princes and uh, uh, as I was telling Travis, Travis, uh, before, you know, we specialize in small gatherings, be f- a family reunions, uh, board of directors for corporate um, uh, events, or even lots of couples—couples couples for honeymoons, um, uh, proposals, uh, anniversary. If you go to my website, you'll find us. There's a lot of uh, an idea of that. Uh, so. Uh, it's picking up again. We have a couple of large group. I mean, it's not large again, as I said. But it's a couple of family reunions from America this time. Thank God for that. And they're coming next year, and it's going to be it's going to be good. It's going to be huge. You, you uh, mentioned you,
0: you you have you mentioned Italy's finest. Go to Italy's Finest.com, yeah. or you also have another brand which is Tuscan Villas. Tuscan Villa Yes. So you have two brands right there. Uh, yeah. What sets you apart? from everybody else we've had a a, a number of uh, uh of people uh, on this podcast who who do a lot of similar things what sets your brands apart from everybody
1: uh well the level of service um, you know it's easy approaching the the bottom end of the market i mean the lower end of the market it's easy you know here in florence half of the people live on wine tours uh uh wine tasting uh, uh nothing wrong with that we don't do that we our clients normally have been to italy a number of times and they want to go vertical they want to do something special uh and uh, so i mean of course we have a we have a, a sister company slow tour tuscany.it that does both that kind of stuff like uh, you know just the basic uh wine tours or wine tasting or visit museums and stuff like that. We don't do that. We, what we do, we've done a number of times, which is taken exclusivity for the academia with David and with the Uffizi. Basically, uh, of, during, and of, of course, also the assistant chapel in Rome and Pompeii. Basically what happens is that if you go after hours or before hours, you can shut down the museum, I mean, in particular, the, the, the fits in Florence, at six o'clock, six or seven o'clock, you can shut it down. You can have a private visit of the museum, and then end up in the cafeteria on top of Piazza della Signoria and organize, you know, a uh, 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 dinner. If you want. And that that comes at a price, but it's it's worth it if you have the money to do it.
0: Would you Just- say? Would you say that you cater towards? The higher-end, a higher-end clientele?
1: Definitely. Uh, From, uh, you know, big spenders. I mean, I don't like to use the word big spenders, but at the end of the day, that's what it is, okay? People that have already been to Italy many times that want to do something else. They want perfect service and they want, as I said, our biggest clients were uh, Russian oligarchs. (laughs) <laughs> and, and they're gone. And uh, but that was interesting. That was a very you know interesting school for us because once you satisfy those guys, uh, the rest is gravy. The rest is peanuts.
2: Filippo, I'm I'm curious how you found yourself. How did this come about in 2006? Where did you, where did you come from? And, and tell our listeners how you got uh, into I this industry.
1: In, before I was the first Italian employee at Microsoft in Seattle back in 84 through 87, 88. I quit because um, you know, nobody quits Microsoft. I did and uh, whatever. Then uh, after that, I, I, I was in the high tech industry, being doing it under a, a few you know, companies that I sold. Then in a 95, the internet came along and everybody got crazy about that. I started a venture fund in Florence in 1999, wrong place at the wrong time. 2001, everything went belly up, if you if you if you're old enough to remember that, mm-hmm. licking my wounds. And then uh, my friends from my previous lives were kept asking me, we're coming to Tuscany? we coming to Italy? What should we do? What should we do? And I say, why not? You know, I started the company in 2006, and it's been like that ever since. So that's how I uh, started, I started.
0: Is it something maybe you always had a passion for? Because there's always a story here, right? I mean, you started at Microsoft, you're into the computers, you're into the tech world. Is there any point where you're like, you know what? I don't like this. I, 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 or I'm I, sure the money was great. Uh, but do you just go, you know what? I love seeing and making people's dreams come true that I can give them an experience uh, that they've always dreamed about and I can make that happen. Has is, is that been more yeah. rewarding than the tech life?
1: Put it this way, uh, I got burned with the tech industry, okay, Uh, I got burned and uh, it's not that I don't like it because I'm still, you know, pretty uh, savvy when it comes to technology, I keep abreast of what's going on, but at the end of the day, you know, what makes me happy is just driving around the Chianti countryside and enjoying the lifestyle here, because at the end of the day, I lived in the United States, I lived in France, I lived in Brazil. And this is a mess of a country, but the, the lifestyle, the, 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 this, everything is so just, uh, I don't know. You have, you have to be uh, probably a local to enjoy it to the fullest, but I understand it also. Foreigners love it because Americans apparently are, are number one, of course, clients. Uh, um, and France and Spain are number one and two in terms of uh, uh, tourism, in terms of people. But Americans prefer Italy.
0: Why is that, you think?
1: Uh, I don't know. Because, you know, um, when, when you think, I, I mean, nothing, I, I adore France and Spain, of course, but these are the three lifestyle countries in Europe. okay? With France, uh, it's got tradition with the Brits, and Spain has got a tradition with the other Brits that uh, are not that high scale. They want to go there and get burned, uh, sunburned, and drink lots of, lots of sangria. But, you know, nothing wrong wrong with that, but it's not my style. Uh, Now, I don't want to badmouth France or Spain, but Italy, Americans are more into appreciation. I don't know. That's my feeling.
2: So how does this work? If uh, if our listeners are, uh, let's say they're planning a family reunion in 23, Uh how do they... They reach out to you, and is it you personally that's taking care of them? And, and how do you match them up well, with I a particular villa? I,
1: I, I'm the first impact. I'm the first, uh, you know, I'm the, on the interface. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we have our, you know, experienced designers. And uh, uh, basically, we, we believe that the, uh, experiences are our commodity to a certain extent. The first thing is to do is just to nail down the venue which means the villa, the museum, the big cars. Thank God for that. You know, I don't have any villas to sell now. I mean, to to rent, because they're all gone. Because there's a backlog for the last two years, and everybody's coming back, and so no villas available. And uh, so, I mean, if 2023, if anybody is interested, they better better move now, because otherwise it's not. If he keeps going at this pace, you know, uh, if if COVID doesn't pick up again, of course, or this new monkey pox, <laughs> hmm. uh, or or Putin doesn't get crazier than he is, um, so what I suggest, if there is any interest, just to 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 let us know as soon as possible, uh, we you know we can create a. A uh, elaborate uh, program. When it is very elaborate, we ask for a fee for an engagement fee, but it's just refundable at the end. Because sometimes, you know, what we're doing for this family that's coming from California in 2023 in May—we are organizing everything and, and, and under the sun, possible. You know, transfers, at dinner at the Uffizi um, uh, masquerade ball. Uh, so it's a lot of effort to create the whole the whole uh situation so if you my suggestion is if you're interested just be quick
0: what is the uh, and i encourage people to go to italy'sfinest.com because you you you, you talk about the helicopter rides the boat yeah. rides the uh, uh the, you if you name it you can you can probably do it or you can find it what's the what's the uh, well, our
1: new motto our new motto is we don't only We don't just open doors. We make the locks.
0: (laughs) See, I like that. What's the craziest thing you've ever said, hey, I want to do this? And you went, wow, I never thought of it. What's the craziest thing somebody's ever said? Hey, when I go to Italy, I want to do this. and Uh, uh,
1: Privatizing Pompeii.
0: Privatizing Pompeii.
2: How do you do that?
1: Uh, you, you, have, you have to learn the ropes, okay, because there's a lot of underground uh, situations there, so you have to pay an official fee, then you have to pay, you know, friends of friends of friends, but if you want it really badly, you can do that, of course, it's, you know, you can see the sunset at 7 o'clock after the, the Pompeii closes, you know, but, you know, that's, that's something that, that, that can be done, anything can be done as long as you pay, you know, everything has got a price.
0: But to privatize, so did you get it done? And I got to ask, what that cost to privatize Pompeii? I'm not asking who. I want to know how much that cost to privatize Pompeii.
1: Well, that was 2011, so a long time ago, and it cost about 50 dollars uh, black and white. Plus catering.
0: Wow. Plus catering. Wow. That, that That's just absolutely incredible. You cover all the regions uh, w- with Tuscan Villas and you go all oh, over oh, Italy.
1: Yeah. We sort of, I mean, I, mean, I want to be honest. Okay. Tuscan is our sweet spot. The second one is is uh, the Amalfi Coast. Uh, then you get uh, uh, Puglia. And then you get, uh, and then in the cities you have okay, the usual. Rome, Florence, Venice, and Milan. Naples is starting. Uh, and uh, and of course the Amalfi Coast, which is very appealing, uh, very crowded during the summer. My suggestion is that never go there during the summer. I mean, go there during the summer, but if you go there, like for instance, there is a particular property on, on, in Positano called the Treville, which used to belong to uh, Franco Zeffirelli, the famed uh, movie director, and he that now belongs to an American billionaire. And that is what you do in style in Positano. Meaning, you never you never hit the road; you just go by boat, because August Positano is uh, and, and T- Tuscany as well. So we try. What we're trying to do here is these. Um, um, you know, just don't don't do it. You know, don't pack the city in July and August because it's just uh, over tourism, like, uh, you know, Barcelona or Venice or Florence for that matter, because the small cities with lots of people at the same time. And it's not a pleasant um, situation. I understand that children have vacation. If you want to bring all your children, you're, you're stuck with summer, but, you know, we have to find another way.
0: It's funny that you say that because I, I just got an email today from a friend who he, he said, Hey, I want to go to Italy for seven to 10 days. And I don't want tourists. And so I said, well, well first of all, that's good luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. But I, but I said, it's really more about the time of year you go. Yeah. Um, and, and you just brought that up. My favorite time of year to go to Florence and it's turned into this way is I love going the first or second week of December, because that's when the Christmas lights are on. Tourism yeah. is an all time high. That's my favorite time. So if you're, if you're looking for lesser crowds, it's more, you're always going to have crowds, but to me, it's about the time of year you go. And every yeah. time of year I think is is special. Pat and I have gone a lot in the spring. I've found winter time to be to, to be uh, wonderful, especially with the Christmas lights. What's your favorite time as a local, as a person who lives there, what's your favorite time of, uh, of year in Florence and Tuscany?
1: Uh, let's say a couple of weeks ago was the best time. End of April, beginning of May, because the, the, the spring is coming, it's blooming, uh, still not too hot, no mosquitoes. Uh, or, or October, November, slash November, because there are so many things happening in the fall here. It means the new, fresh, freshly pressed olive oil, uh, the, the, the all the, the, the seasonal uh, things that happen during during the fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, that, then it gets sorry about that. Then it gets uh, gloomy <laughs> during, during the during during the the winter months. Uh, there's, it picks up again during Christmas and, and, um, New Year's uh, and then it's dead until the end of February,
2: basically. Mm-hmm. Talk about the, okay. uh, eh? well, you mentioned the, you mentioned it's difficult to get the villas and I'm curious, it, it, describe for the listeners, uh, uh, the low end and then the high end of the villas that, and, and you know, how many people they can accommodate where they're situated. Okay.
1: There, there, there is a problem um, recently because the, the good villas are all gone. And there are these huge uh, companies that do rent villas by the day. And normally villas by the day that go for by the day are not what we're looking for. We're looking for a week, minimum, Saturday to Saturday. Because for the owners of the villa, it is too complicated to change you know, the, because they have they have you know all, 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 allotments so they have week 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 and so it, it's impossible to do so what what it is hard to have people understand that is that you have to do it one week during peak season because off peak season maybe you can even organize for three four days one week a Saturday to Saturday and I spent, I mean we, we, me and my staff we spend so much time explaining to people because it's not that we are nasty. Is that because for the owners, they would have to shuffle around their calendar, and it's not worth it because the villas sell like hotcakes anyhow. So I mean, they don't need to do that. So I don't know what what the problem with the Saturday Saturday thing is. But I mean, that, that that's one of the problems that we have. Our villas are vetted. They are. Uh, we don't have exclusivity on on. We have exclusivity just with a few of them, but. And you can find them uh, elsewhere, different names, uh, different, uh, some tricky, I mean, this is, uh, uh, this is how you learn about the business, because at the end of the day, the the end user, they want the best price. So what you have to do, you have to supply, you have to provide a a different approach and maybe a different service. And and, uh, that's what we try to do.
0: You know, needless,
1: I- to say, needless to say, sorry, if, and then I finish, that it is such a competitive market, Villas. That's why we, we Villa to us is a, I'm, I wouldn't call it a side business, but it's complementary. Uh, it's a synergistic with our core business, which is organization of top-notch events.
0: And, and and that's and that and that makes perfect sense. And and I can I can't imagine how how competitive the the, the villa business is. Are our villas today are they still owned by local families? Or Are you seeing a lot of foreign investment, whether it be British, uh, Spanish, American people coming in and using these as their own investment properties? So uh, yeah. is it still local, or is it is it mostly investor driven? Oh,
1: it's more and more uh, international, and uh, the disruptors like Airbnb. They have their luxury um, uh, brand, uh, uh, you know. They just came and put. I mean, I and mean, now that that's a beacon. That's for us. Is uh, how we we learn how to run the, the show because they they know what they're doing. So we had to add something. So if you see our website tasconvidas.com, there's my face. I talk about what we do, and so I try to to give a sense of you talking to me. You're not talking to a junior. Uh, Representative of a big company, so uh, that's that's what the the feeling that I tried to convey.
0: Why is Tuscany still? uh, You know the 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 podcast is total Tuscany, and people always go, "You you didn't pick a a niche that was that broad." But you know, there's there's something about Tuscany that uh, in that 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 just gets in, in in your blood. Why is Tuscany in your mind? We ask this to everybody that comes on the podcast. Why is Tuscany? still like the gem of Italy? Why is it still the, the, the place to go to in, well, in Italy?
1: Well, I have some considerations to make. When you talk about Tuscany, uh, well, you talk about also Florence. Florence is a city with 380,000 people. We have invented everything under the sun. And when I say this, I get goosebumps. We had the Renaissance. We invented the barometer, the thermometer, the telescope, the piano, the the uh, com- internal engine the, the internal combustion engine the telephone alexander graham bell stole the patent from Meucci. uh we had the renaissance i don't know it's uh, I, I have never seen such a concentration of brains and and uh, as as we have here unfortunately the problem is that, that, that it backfires because we live in the past that's the problem
0: Wow. I, I, I never thought of it like that, but it's so true. I mean, when you get there, uh, it, we, Pat and I have often talked, God, we'd love to live there. And then we said, okay, well, it's pretty screwed up there. We better off just going there for a month or two and enjoy the come back home where it's, where it's normal, because you're right. The, living in the past can keep you from moving forward, right?
1: Yeah. And also, since the, the basic quality of life here is so good, People don't have, are not pushed, pressed to better themselves. That's why we have, a, you know, the, the current mentality is the small thinkers. You know, they say, you know, I got a house at the beach, I got a house in the mountains, I'm making enough money to make a living. Why bother? And that's where it's while in the Renaissance they were really, you know, fighters.
0: Are you always? You know, you got your mainstays, right? You you know what kind of excursions you're looking for, what kind of experiences you're looking for, and that's and it's really experiential travel. I mean, that's that's what yeah. we're talking about here. Are you always on the hunt for something new? Are you always out there looking for a new restaurant, a, a new provider of absolutely. a service?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Now we have just come up with something that is uh, that we, we we we're talking with the Saudi couple. <laughs> Or a gender reveal celebration with with uh, jets. What, what do you say? Uh, with uh, jet planes uh, speeding out, uh, or I don't know how to say. It. What do you say? Just sending out the color of, of well, the, 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 the
2: the contrails. So th- yeah. that
1: is, huh?
2: The contrails. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what, what we we're working on that one because it's not easy because you have to, to to deal with the Italian FDA for you know airplane whatever, but we try to do it. And, uh, that's going to be very challenging, but you know we want to do it.
2: I'm curious how many uh, how many of your customers, uh, Filippo, are repeat customers? Have you developed over the last 16 years no, of I have, loyalty?
1: I have developed uh, a a a. You have a couple of recommendation letters on our website. Just read them. That's the best thing. I mean, I don't want to mention names now on, on the podcast. And uh, so we have repeat customers. They keep coming, and they keep asking for uh, amazing things, and we keep supplying them, uh, trying to at least. <laughs>
2: <laughs> how, how, big of a, how big of a staff do you, do you have to employ to, to – have experienced designers, et cetera. How how many people do you rely on to to make these things work?
1: We used to be uh, before COVID because it's before and after COVID. Before COVID, we were 15. Now we're, uh, we, we, we we have, now we've just, uh, the core staff is seven, but we have, uh, you know, a a whole uh, network of people that we trust. We tested, you know, drivers, uh, uh, tour guides, uh, you know, translators, chefs, you name it, everything under the sun. Because it's, it's a very lean business, this one. here, We don't want to, it's not that we don't want to grow, but we want to keep loyal to our mission, which is just vertical thought.
0: You, you know, a lot of Americans aren't, aren't trusting, and what I mean by that is that uh, you know sometimes they won't go straight to TuscanVillas.com or Italy's dot and buy direct. Uh, we hope this po- we, we hope uh, this podcast encourages people to do so. Do you have like relationships with um, um, travel agents in the United States, or how, how yes. do how do the most yes. people find you and, and line up their excursions?
1: Uh, well, mostly online or word of mouth but I've, we worked with travel agencies in the US and uh, the, the relationship has been interesting but you know sometimes it's better if you can talk directly with the person because it is also difficult because very often the person I'm talking to is the personal assistant or the secretary of the end client so if you have to put myself a travel agency the personal assistant and, and the client itself you know the communication gets lost along the way and so it, I insist in speaking and doing what we're doing right now calling them uh, and trying to explain to them uh, to, to, to share my experience with them because sometimes they just I have no idea what they're talking about just to, to be to be honest
0: Tuscanville done... has got no go ahead
1: No no they have missed. Mis- 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 you say, misinterpreted some things. Okay,
0: your your English is very good. Did did it get better when you moved to the United States and work for Microsoft? Uh, uh, how did you get? To- uh, it,
1: wouldn't, it wouldn't be like this without four years in the United States. Put it this way, everybody in Italy speaks some English, but they do speak like a- <laughs> I don't speak. Like a- I hope so.
0: So you lived in Seattle. Did you, what, what, what were your favorite, uh, did you like Seattle? Did you get to travel to the United States very much? And what did you like about the United States?
1: I've been to the United States many, many, many times. Uh, and uh, as a matter of fact, uh, until uh, three, four months ago, we were planning to open shop in, in, in Los Angeles. Then it was uh, project uh, was killed. I don't know, if, for other reasons. But I adore the United States. I go there whenever I can. Uh, and uh, it's a, when you when you when your core business when you a good chunk of your business is with Saudi with all due respect with Saudis and Russians. when you get to talk to Americans it's a breath of fresh air, you know because <laughs> there is a no 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 no, you know I don't I don't know if you have had anything to do with uh, with those that I mentioned. It, it, it is complicated. It's complicated, and also the the, the interaction, the uh, appreciation of what you do is not, you know, Americans, they tell you up front, I like it, I don't like it. And if they like it, they're all over you. With the other guys, you never, you never know. They, they come back, so, I mean, they might they must like it.
0: Well, if you, next time you get back to the United States, we are based in Omaha, Nebraska. We're right in the middle of the country. Hey, hi to...
1: Say hi
0: to Warren and uh, Charlie. Well, I I, so okay. Are you a Berkshire Hathaway stockholder?
1: No, no, no,
0: no, no, no. Yeah, but you know that that, Omaha is on the
1: map mostly because of that. I
0: mean, with all due respect. No, you're one. It's 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 Warren Buffett. It's Charlie Munger, and it's the Total Tuscany podcast. It's the only reason people know Omaha, Nebraska. (laughs) <laughs> That's the uh, way we see it. Anyway. Yeah, that, that we're we're we're, we're that we're that self important. But Filippo, uh, it, it's been a fun conversation, an interesting conversation. I, I'm glad everything's starting to pick up. It's great to hear that the villas are booked uh, because that means people are, are are feeling comfortable and want to get back to traveling. So TuscanVillas.com Italy's finest.com uh You will have an experience that you will never forget, and uh, and and you get to meet Filippo. So that's even, that's even a bonus. So
1: that's a highlight of the trip. You made me.
0: (laughs) So thank you for your time. We appreciate it. And, uh, let's, let's do it again sometime.
1: Definitely. Thank you very much, Travis and Patrick.
2: Travis, you know, at the beginning of this interview, uh, I was expecting subset exclusive properties, high end, but you know, this isn't just for high end, uh, this isn't just for people that are very, very wealthy. I I think what Filippo, what I gathered from this interview is it's all about customer service. And I would suggest people that are listening to our podcast that have a bucket list. This is an important trip. This is, this is something meaningful that you need to do in your life. You want to do something that you you've only dreamt about. Filippo is the man and his company is the person that can make it happen.
0: You know, I, you know how you 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 wish you would have asked some questions when he said he privatized Pompeii. Think about that for a second. He privatized Pompeii. Now I want to go. Well, can we privatize the Ponte Vecchio for 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 a night? Can we privatize the the Duomo for 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 a day? What what can we all privatize for my own bucket list if I had just a a, a bunch of money? Yeah, that's we've been to Pompeii.
2: We know what privatizing pompeii would mean. Yes. So, it, that's why I say if there's something that you want to do that has to be done, uh Filippo is your man.
0: It, well, if you could privatize, you we've we've been there a lot. If you could privatize something in Tuscany, what would you privatize? I'm just trying I'm trying to think what what my wish list would be if I could just say, you know, let's close this down. Let's make it mine for a night. I'm sure the Uffizi's been done. I'm just, I, I I don't know if I have anything that
2: I think if we could, let's close down the Domo and we'll make it private. We'll privatize and have a dinner in the Duomo. That's that's pretty sacrilegious, I suppose.
0: Yeah, you, you're 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 probably right. You, you know, I would I would probably, and this would make a lot of people mad, but I would like to close off the Piazza at Siena, and I'll just take the entire piazza, <laughs> and we'll have one big old party, yeah. right? We'll we'll bring over kegs of bush light, and just uh, we'll, we'll throw an American type of party in Siena. I mean, it would be interesting to see what that wish list is, but there goes to show you that uh, uh, if you have a dream and and you think it can be done. People can make things happen for you. It's the old Italian expression, I know a guy. Well, guess what? You now know a guy, knows- and his name's Filippo.
2: Yeah, I, he mentioned he, uh, I mean, not, not this is something you and I would ever create, but he mentioned somebody asked him to put together a masquerade ball. Yeah. Never would have thought of that.
0: It, 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 and that's what's cool about it. So if you, family reunions, corporate retreats, uh just private getaways uh the place to start is with filippo gargani and italy's finest.com if you're looking for a villa and it's interesting that he said that they're all booked up for 2022 and you got to start planning for 2023 that, that that's awesome by the way that's wonderful. uh it's wonderful but if you want villa life and a lot of people do we've done a number of podcasts on villas and we understand that the villa experience gives you a, a lot of things and it gives you a lot of freedom. It's probably harder now than it ever has been because of demand and people are going to get back into it. So it need, you probably need to plan a year and a year and a half out if you want a villa. Hotel's not a problem. Villas, as Filippo just said, are, are problems. Well, and, and the secret that we've learned over the years is that the same
2: villa, the same property, is marketed under different names, Italian names, on different websites. What sets Filippo's company apart is that that villa uh, when, when you rent it from him, when you lease it from him, it's the experience and the customer service that's behind it to make that experience. You know, who wants to go all the way to Tuscany and have a bad
0: experience? Well, and, and we and we've we've preached that for the last several years on this podcast is that uh, when you travel, it's all about the customer service and, and the people you work with. And deal with. If you have not uh, followed Total Tuscany on Instagram, please do so. If you have not liked our Facebook page, please do so. Uh, we try to keep it updated. I swear, I swear, I'm working on a new website. I just haven't gotten around to it, but uh, we'll, we'll update that. But you can access, uh, of course, the blog right here at Total Tuscany. Com. We do want to thank Filippo Gargani for coming on with us and sharing his, his stories uh, and how he got into the experiential travel business and his businesses, uh, which are Italy's Finest.com and TuscanVillas.com. For Mr. Pat Campania, I'm Travis Justice. We will talk to you next time on the Total Tuscany Podcast. <laughs>